All right, welcome back in into the triangle episode 50, the Mike Timlin episode for those of you that are 04 diehards. Great relief pitcher that in the back end of a great bullpen, by the way. As always, presented by Couch Guy Sports. Check out everything couchguysports.com, blogs, podcasts, YouTube channel, Twitch channel, everything else in between. I'm your host, Alan Higgin, tonight. No Jared Scally. He is living the lake life with the wife, with the baby. He's having a good time. You know, he's, he's chilling, he's doing his thing. I'm here, though. Zach's here. I think I don't know, Zach. I'm, I'm here. You know, Bueller. I'm always here. What are you talking about? Bueller. What? Bueller. Great movie, by the way. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But oh. we decided that because we didn't have a third, we were going to bring a third on with us tonight. A fairly new member of the Couch Guy Sports family, and you might have seen him on the Barstool Sports Network as well recently. It is new blogger Mike Sullivan. Mike. Yep. Welcome to the family. What's up? What's up? Happy to be here. I'm Mike Sullivan, as you said. Happy to be here. Can't wait. Can't wait to talk some socks. And yeah, the barstool thing. I hear. I heard rumors. I was on that too. Hmm. Yeah, I couldn't tell by your uh, your Twitter picture. Could not tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured you know I'd kind of drop the hint a little bit more. Be like, hey, hey, you know, it was me. It was me. So my mic's not working, which is great. So that's okay. So we're just, you know, we're going to kick it old school, you know, just have, you know, hopefully the, the voice will come through. You're going to hear outside noises, probably hear the neighborhood kids playing around. That might happen. I don't know. But listen, nothing matters because we're talking Red Sox. The Red Sox are good. They're 51 and 31. They just kicked the crap out of the Kansas City Royals, 15 to one in a sweep. And boys, we have a lot that we got to talk about tonight. Mike, you're our guest tonight. What's the first thing you want to talk about? I want to talk about, I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's this, there's this pitcher, Chris Sale, kind of rumors that he is, uh, I think he's coming back soon. I think that's, that's kind of what I hear. Kind of throwing the live batters now, kind of feeling good. You know what? I, I kind of heard a little birdie too that might've said that. And I think, I think we're hearing the same birdie, but as yeah, much so. right. As Mike said, Chris Sale looking like he's going to be returning very, very soon. Threw a live bullpen the other day. His fastball was consistently 94, 95 miles an hour, which is pretty good. You know, it's not Chris Sale like 97, 98, but it's a, it's progress in the right direction. And I don't know if you guys saw the videos on Twitter, but like the backdoor slider to Christian Royal that he threw, that thing looked dis- that thing looked disgusting. That thing looked almost as bad. Actually, no, I don't, I don't want to say it. But we're, what we're going to say is this. That slider, that slider is looking good. The fastball is exploding out of Chris Sale's hand. And you know what? The thing that got me after, though, was the press conference. So Chris Sale had a press conference after his live bullpen. He basically said, if I have to go to New Zealand to do a, you know, a, a rehab start, I'll do it if I have to, wherever. He said he doesn't think it's going to take seven starts. So something's telling me. And it's July 1st. Something tells me that he could be back either right at the All-Star break or right after the All-Star break, which is a great sign for this team in particular. So I'm going to go to Zach to get his hot takes on Chris Sale. And then we'll kick it over to Mike. And we're just going to kind of have a roundtable discussion. A lot of topics tonight, a lot of different stuff. So stay tuned. Take it away, my good-haired friend. Good-haired friend. Wow, interesting. Um, I'm so excited to have Sale back soon. Um, and our biggest question in the offseason was, could his pitching staff do good without him? And I think they've done – they've overachieved expectations. Like, 
I know it's not like a dramatic, like, oh, my God, this is the best pitching rotation in the league. But they're playing really good baseball right now. And, I mean, Martin Perez has been turned around a little bit now. Nick Pavel is coming off that amazing outing against the Rays. I know he struggled last last start, but he's been good all season. Garrett Richards, I don't know what the heck's going on with him. I know we'll talk about him a little bit here. Um, Avaldi, he's been really good. He had another great game against the Royals today. I'm excited, and I think that this team is doing good at just at the right time. Like, they're starting to take that next step, I feel like, and they're playing good right now. I can't wait to see what Chris Sale does when he comes back to this rotation. I think it's going to be a killer team. He's going to be an absolute stud when he gets yeah. back. Can't wait for it. All right, Mike, your CGS podcast debut. Don't blow it. I mean, kind of, kind of just to piggyback off what Zach said real quick. I think Chris Sale. I mean, just like like you brought up the interview that he had. Um, he, I think he he compared the Red Sox team to sandpaper. There's just grit. They, they all that stuff. I feel like that's that's what you want to hear, and you're hearing that from someone who isn't even playing yet. So just wait till he gets in there. And I mean, I know I know you said you know no one thought they were going to be the best rotation in baseball, but I feel like with Chris Sale coming back, I mean that that puts them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not in the conversation, but, I mean, that definitely still puts them there. Like you said, they're peaking at the right time, which, I mean, it's the perfect time for Chris Sale to start coming back, for everybody to start playing well. Devers is on a tear right now. I mean, um, and I know he gets a lot of flack for his fielding and everything, but, I mean, you know, you kind of you kind of know what to expect with him. Um, but I, I know he had another big day today, too, so. I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just ready to go. I am, I'm ready for the, for the big final push get Chris Sale back in there and then we just we just go I think I think we might be on en route to a potential World Series team maybe maybe not depending on how everything you know shakes out you know I know the Yankees are going to be tough but um <laughs> you know we'll I, I, I know you didn't just mean that last part seriously <laughs> like, okay okay good 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 I, I, of course I did I just I have to I have to take little jabs at the Yankees fans because they were doing it that they were doing it to the Red Sox you know when they were whatever last place in the east last year yeah yes i mean come on exactly last year was rough rough last year was terrible last year was really bad but here's the thing too like the yankees this year they've taken a little bit of a downslide they're slower you know they don't have a good team speed into a lot of double plays which is great according to aaron boone which he's a clown in every sense of the word and then you have the kansas city royals that have lost like nine ten straight yes Yes, Mike, if you, nobody is seeing this, but we're, you know, just seeing Mike's reaction. We all agree. But the, the thing that I was going to get to is the Red Sox are taking care of business against the teams they need to take care of. The Yankees are low in the AL East right now. The Royals are heading toward the seller of the AL Central. So the Red Sox are taking care of what they need to take care of. The only team that genuinely concerns me is the Houston Astros, because let's face it, they haven't looked good against Houston this year. They're two and four. Their starting pitching takes a big nosedive against that Astros lineup. They're the only team that concerns me. But then again, they were the only team that concerned me in 2018 too. And look what happened. So Chris Sale coming back, going to be huge. Could be that push that Mike was alluding to. Could be the guy and is excited. Zach is excited for it. I'm excited for it. We're all excited for Chris Sale to come back. One guy we're not excited about, switching gears, Garrett Richards. Shoot that guy off into the sun. Please. Please, uh, we're going to play a little game. We're going to play a little high-low game right now. And, Zach, you might have heard this. I don't know. Mike, I don't think you heard this yet. But in Garrett Richards' last three starts, 
What is his ERA? Zach, you can go first. I I am going to take a wild guess and say it's going to end up eight region there. Higher, Mike. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go double digits. This is ten. Let's go ten. Ten. Ten point five. Very very close. Ugh. Ten point three two. That is Garrett Richards' ERA in his last three starts. And listen, pitchers have rough stretches. I understand that. I've seen it as a fan. I've seen it as a coach. It's going to happen. Pitchers aren't always going to have their best stuff. Fine. Whatever. But the confidence and the mentality of Garrett Richards right now, it's not there. And I said this on a few podcasts, uh, Couch Guy Sports Podcast and Legends Lingo Podcast, when I talked about this. You're, Garrett, you're a guy that's in the major leagues. You don't have a changeup. You're in, you're in what year of your career and what pitcher do you know if you played baseball or watch baseball, what pitcher do you know that does not have a changeup in his repertoire? That's insane. The only guy I can think that gets away with it is Mariano Rivera because he had such a nasty cutter. Other, and he's a closer and he's a closer. Otherwise, you need to have a changeup in there somewhere. And the fact that he's just trying to find it and he's throwing 65 mile an hour curveballs like, there's, there's one of three options here. Demote him to the bullpen, demote him to Worcester, or get him out of here and just release him, bite the bullet, pay him five, six million, whatever's left on his deal for the year, and just say the experiment failed. Plain and simple. Do we feel like uh, foreign substances is playing a, a role here? 100% it is. No doubt about it. No, it is, Zach, and you're right. That's a great point, but the thing is, these other pitchers are trying to figure it out. Nick Pavetta, his first start, goes six and two-thirds of no-hit baseball. Now, granted, he didn't. He took a step back against Kansas City, which I think all of us saw coming. But it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. But the thing is, you need to figure it out if you're going to be up here. You're not. You didn't sign a big deal, and you're on your first year of your contract. You're on a one-year prove-it deal, and right now, you ain't proving it. You're proving that you should not be on a major league roster next year. Like it's just ridiculous that this guy is still in a Red Sox jersey, getting the ball every five days. It's beyond ridiculous. And the offense isn't going to bail him out every single time. It's not going to happen. Oh, can we have, can we have, when Chris Sale comes back, can we have Chris Sale take his spot as well? I was so just Chris thinking Sale that, has Mike. two spots in the rotation. Like, come on, get him, get him the work and kind of like hyper, you know, drive him, you know, give him some more work or something. I don't know how they can figure it out, but I mean, just get him into the sun. Like you said, just on a rocket into the sun, get him off the team. And, and that's the thing. So if you're going into the playoffs, right, let's say you don't make the wild card game, you win the division. You're not playing that wild card game. You're playing the divisional series. Who's your number one starter going to be? Chris Sale. Chris yeah. Sale. Right. It's open floor. Yeah. It's, it's just okay. open. Chris yeah, Sale so. is your number one. Who's your number two going to be? Erod? Not even Erod. Evaldi, maybe? Yeah. How about, hey, how about the guy we were just talking about? How about Nick Pavetta? Oh, you think so? With the way, he, with the way he's been pitching, yeah. that could be like yeah, the pivotal game of series too. Because, yeah. like, that could be like the game that like decides like who's going to win that series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then your three yeah. four starters. You ready for this? This is going to shock you guys. In no particular order, Ivaldi and Martin Perez. Erod, you can have a long relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have him ready. So if Pavetta does happen to stumble a little bit or if, you know, Prez doesn't have it that day, yeah, just throw Erod in for like three or four innings. Get a lefty yeah. bullpen, mm-hmm. get 
get a good lefty that you need in that bullpen. Josh Taylor's been doing good, but you need that long reliever. And by the way, guess who's not in the equation? Garrett Richards, because he's gone. He's see you later. He's not even going to be on this team when the playoffs come. He's not even going to make the roster. Get him off that guy. Especially with Tanner Houck, like, starting to work his way back with injury now, too. It makes you wonder what's going to happen with him. Yep. Tanner Houck is another option. He could be a September call-up once he's ready to stay on the roster for the rest of the year. Like, there there are some options here, but the number one option, and I think the two of you can agree with this, get Garrett Richards off this Red Sox team. He does not need to be on this team anymore. Thanks for a few good starts. Thanks for everything, but... The Red Sox aren't competing for a division right now. I can't believe I'm saying this on July 1st, 2021. I can't believe I'm saying it, but they're competing for the division. So get off my team, please. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. The experiment, like you said, is done. Get him off. The Red Sox have somehow won in spite of him. They don't need him to start hurting their chances now. Just get him off before he's too much of an issue. That's what I say. And plus, like, it's the Royals, too, that he was doing bad against. Like, it was like, how many home runs did you have that game? Two? In, like, two innings? Yeah, it was like, oh, I mean, credit to him for, like, eventually shutting them down. But still, like, he gave up 11 hits, I think. He gave up, put it this way, he gave up too many hits. Yeah. However many he gave up is too many. It's just, I mean, all the hits. Everything. I, I like the guy because, I mean, I was in my roof for the success of whoever's on this team. But I don't think it's how they is going to work out, now. especially with the uh, um, MLB coming down on the league, or on the players now with the foreign substances. I feel like that does hurt him a little bit too because he's made himself vocal about it. Like once they announced about it, or once they announced it. But yeah, um, I feel like I'm ready to. I feel like I'm with you guys on that one too. Listen, I'm done with this guy. He stresses me out. I need a massage after talking about that. Mike, you saw him firsthand. I know. But Mike, let me ask you a question. You're our new guy here. Have you heard about um, this potential little deal that you can get for a great massage product? I have not. I have not heard. Can you tell me about it? I can tell you about it. Because, Zach, I hope you're listening too because you're in on this. Because the Into the Triangle podcast is brought to you by ExoGun. Have you ever done a workout and feel like you need a massage right after that intense, grueling workout? We'll get the massage without even having to leave your house. Don't let pain and soreness slow you down anymore. Exogun revives muscle, boosts circulation, and releases energy so you can recover faster and live better. Take it wherever you need it, whether you're at work, whether you're at the gym, whether you're hiking on the trail with your loved ones. Put the power of percussion massage treatment in your hands. Exogun is portable, adjustable, powerful, and is trusted by the pros to deliver the ultimate in-case recovery. Use it for that percussion therapy like we talked about. What exactly is percussion therapy for those wondering? Because I didn't know about it at first either. Percussion therapy boosts muscle function and recovery by penetrating deep into the muscle tissue with a series of rapid, concentrating, pulsating strokes. Gain back control of your body and achieve long-term pain relief with ExoGun. Now, this is where the listeners need to really perk up and use your two ears. You have two ears and one mouth. Listen twice as much as you speak. So listen up twice to this. You get 10% off. With the promo code CGS10 at checkout. And by the way, Exogun comes with a charger so you can make sure you're always charged and ready to go. And a carrying case so you can carry it anywhere you need to. Go get your Exogun today. Treat yourself to a massage at a moment's notice with the code CGS10 at checkout. You'll thank us later. Oh, God, that was such a beautiful segue. Oh, my God, that was amazing. That was great. I don't, yeah. Can we clap? Yeah, let's clap. Oh. 
Clap it up. <laughs> yeah, take that bow, L. Yeah. I will say this. Mark Bertrand, I did an ad read. I think it was for Manscaped. Mark Bertrand gave me an A-plus for my ad read. I was like, okay, love that. There, there we go. Pat on the back from Beetle. There we go. Like Nesson's like little, like when I do like the promos on Nesson during the games. Just take me to 98.5. I will literally just pay. If you give me 20 bucks, I'll just sit there with an ad read, make it funny and make it up there. But shout out to Axo Gun. They are a great sponsor of Couch Guy Sports and we are appreciative of them. And we might have sponsors down the line. So be on the lookout for that. All right, moving on because we have a lot that we still can talk about. Rafael Devers, like Mike said, uh, pre-recording. And actually a little bit during recording too. Rafael Devers is having himself a year. I think he's at, how many RBIs is he at now? Is he at 70? He's at 69. Okay, very good. So with that being said, leading the AL in RBIs. And I will say to Mike's point before, his defense is getting so much better. Like you don't feel as nervous anymore when a ground ball is hit to him. In fact, you kind of expect him to make almost those difficult plays now too. So that's a credit to all the work that the Red Sox fielding coaches and stuff. And now his Cora have done with him. Like he is a good, like he was a good hitter before mediocre fielder. Now he's just a good overall baseball player. And that's huge going down the stretch. Mike, I know you wanted to talk about it. So I want to get your thoughts first. Then we'll go to Zach. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've kind of always been a, a Devers guy. I felt like he was kind of the polar opposite of Jackie Bradley jr. Where, you know, Jackie Bradley great in the field. If he at bat, Devers the opposite. Pretty good at that. Nah, you know, he he have a couple Aaron throws here and there. But like you said, he's he's kind of putting it all together right now, which I, I love to see because one, you just see everybody who was just slandering him all the time. That they, they're not really talking anymore because now he has he has more RBIs than uh Vladdy Jr. Vlad, uh, Vladdy Guerrero Jr., which I mean, I don't think anybody would have seen that coming coming into the year, but I mean, he's, he's doing well. Like you said, whenever the balls hit to him now, you're kind of like, Oh, like, yeah, Rafi's over there. Like we're good. Like he's, he's got it. Now it's different when he makes the Aaron throw with error or something like that. You're surprised. It's mm-hmm. not like before where you're like, ah, you know, you take it, you know, you, you win some, you lose some with him. It's like, no, like, no, he, he's going to make the play. Then he'll probably hit, you know, double home run RBI the next inning. Like, let's go. He's becoming a vital part as opposed to someone who's, just attached to the team and in being brought along for the ride. I, I am a Devers fan. I, I would get a Jersey Devers Jersey, but every single Boston sports players Jersey I get, they get injured or they get traded. So I'm yeah. out, I'm out oh, with the jerseys. Yeah, not, but if I could, I'd get a Devers Jersey. Not allowed to. No, <laughs> Dude, it, I, it, it I, is a, it is a murderer's row. If I even see oh, you tweet about hard. it, I'm blocking you. I'm just telling you right now, I will block you. Oh. I, I understand. Trust me. I, I will not. I, I had a, I had a Hernandez Jersey. You know how that went? Uh, I had a uh, – oh, it was horrible. I, every other sport, I had a Veritech jersey. He was my favorite player. He was the only one who, you know, broke the curse. But I'm, I'm still not doing it. I'm not going to do it. I'll wait till Devers retires, future Hall of Famer. That's, my, that's my hot take. <laughs> Here, I'll tell you what to get. Get a Josh Allen jersey. That, that'll, that's the jersey. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> a. Harvey. No. I, I already have it on, on order. I get that. I got a Josh Allen and a Stephon Diggs jersey. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, fine that, that's like bring more you guys have cole beasley have him do his thing you know getting uh, doing all his nonsense all right i'm leaving yeah, the show already got after it. this episode this is too much for me now <laughs> Bye, in case you couldn't pick it up and mike your first time zach is a big bills fan so uh, uh i i knew yep yep, yep all right i figured 
Zach, your thoughts on um, the Devers, just Devers improving his defense and everything else. Yeah, I mean, like Mike said, like the last couple of years, you thought he was going to mess up. Like, because you have like these players in the league, like Bogarts, like, you know, once you, like, there's a like, ground ball, you trust him 100%. But now that left side of the infield is like, it doesn't worry me at all. I mean, he makes those plays where he like tries to grab with one hand, but let's face it, that's a hard thing to do for any athlete. So it's like, okay, if it's like a double play situation, all right, we got this. We're going to get out of the inning. If it's a line drive, he's really good about those. And he's just so entertaining to watch. Like in the field, even when he's batting, he's just like doing all these weird things. I'm like, what are you doing, guy? But no, he's like Mike said, I'm a Devers fan now too because, I mean, I liked him like for the last few years, but. I mean, I feel like we shouldn't be surprised by the jump that he's taking this year because he's just like Vlad. He's taking the next step. I, I mean, I shouldn't say that because we knew Darius was going to be a good third baseman. Like, we knew that for a while. I think Vlad was just taking the next step, and that's what he's doing. But um, Darius is just doing what we expected him to do. And like I said, if you're a Red Sox fan, you should be excited about that part of the infield, Bogarts and Devers. And I feel like Bogarts gets some credit here, too, because we all see how close they are to each other in the field, like on and off the field, they're like brothers, kind of. So credit Bogarts, credit Devers himself, credit the entire Red Sox organization. I'm like what I'm seeing from Rafi right now. Rafi is definitely a guy that should be an all-star, probably will be an all-star at third base. So that's, that's going to be great to see. Another guy that is really improving with this Red Sox team month by month is Hunter Renfro. Like this is a guy that he is one of the best defensive outfielders, I think right now in this current period of time. And I mean, over the month of June, I think it at one point in the month, he was hitting over three, like 40, you know, he was getting his average up. He wasn't striking out. Like a lot of people had feared when he first signed with Boston, some big time home runs, some big time plays. Hunter Renfro is solidifying himself as an everyday player and your six hitter. So now, and if Kike Hernandez can keep up this streak that he's hitting at, in the leadoff hole, you have Kike, Alex Verdugo, JD Martinez, Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, Hunter Renfro, and then Christian Vasquez in the seven hole who can pop one out every once in a while. That's a scary, that's a lineup. I don't want to face if I'm an opposing pitcher one through seven and then eight and nine, it kind of varies, but one through seven, Pretty good. Pretty Christian, Christian Vasquez. Christian Vasquez, someone I you you call them out. I wanna I wanna give him a shout out too. I was a catcher playing baseball growing up. I feel like everybody played baseball. I was a catcher. Christian Vasquez, I felt so bad because he just he he was struggling here and there. And I feel like when you're a catcher, you get you know all the blame, not as much credit, all that. It's awesome seeing him just knock one out every once in a while it's just he like you said him being in the seven hole you're not you're not worried about it just like you're not worried with Debra's in the field you're not like it's just it just seems like this team things are coming together like Hunter Renfro like all this I mean obviously he can't keep up you know the 350 360 clip or anything but he's he's still putting it all together at least he's not striking out so much like you said like mm-hmm. I, it just it seems like the team is coming together at the right time Zach we have our solidified right fielder, I feel like, with Renfro out there now. And I was like, big discussion who's going to be in the, inf- uh, in the outfield. I was headed for Dugo. You had Kike Hernandez, who can play out there once in a while now. 
And sh- by the way, shout out to Kike. He's been st- hopefully he's starting to turn around. He's been really good as of lately. Um, who else am I missing? Renfro. Am I missing anyone else in the outfield? I mean, not Marwin really. here Marwin, and there. Marwin, but Marwin's Marwin's yeah. a guy that he's a guy that's just gonna take someone's spot when they need a day off. That's that's yeah. his purpose. I'm fine. But, oh, and JD too. I couldn't forget about JD. JD is a DH. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. He he is. I mean, that's what he is. Yeah, a, oh, he is. Yeah, the age that can occasionally play the outfield. But I remember, like, when we recorded for, I think it was before a season. I'm not sure if it was you or Jaredale, and someone said Renfro will hit the ball over the monster here and there. Now oh, he's hitting. He's, he's hitting over the monster, all right. He's sending it all the way down to lands down for crying out loud. Yes, Renfro like that home run. I fell asleep during the game. I'm not sure how I could do that, but I saw the home run like. Holy cow, this guy can just like he's the kind of guy like when he hits the ball, you know it's out of here. Like once he makes a contact, you can kiss it goodbye. Like I don't know. I'm I'm really happy with him right now. I'm hoping they can keep it going because like we said before, they're getting they're gelling together at the right time here. Mm-hmm. And like we said, with Sale coming back, um and like you said, Al, one through seven, that's yeah, you got to be excited if you're a Red Sox fan, that's for sure. You have to be. So we'll talk about one more topic to kind of end the night, and I'm actually going in a different direction than pre-show. I just thought of this big brain play right here, so I'm going to go with it. The Red Sox might have a backup catching situation because Kevin Ploiecki right now is injured with a left hamstring strain. He's on the 10-day IL. Connor Wong has come up. Remember, Connor Wong was a part of the Mookie Betts Alex Verdugo trade. Connor Wong – and I looked up these stats. I think they were courtesy of Jason Master Donato. I could be wrong on that, but but if I am, I'm sorry. In two starts with Nathan Eovaldi with Connor Wong behind the dish, 14 and two-thirds innings, one earned run, zero walks, 12 strikeouts. So that, that I think, is worthy of debating. When Ploiecki's ready, do you stick with Ploiecki and hope that he can produce the same results? Or do you stick with the kid – you sacrifice maybe a little bit with the bat on those days that he catches Eovaldi. Maybe then you bring Pilecki off the bench as an offensive sub, you know, an offensive pinch hitter. There's there's some options here. This is what I'm talking about. It's worth discussing. It is. Oh, Mike, you want to go first? I got to think about this for a minute here. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. Um, you know, I think you you never want, you know, you never want a player to lose their spot to injury. Um, but like you said, I mean, you still, it's kind of the same thing. You, you got to go with the hot hand too. And I know it's still like a backup catcher is what we're talking about, but still like, that's an important piece in, in Al, you mentioned with, 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 you know, you maybe lose a little bit of offense. I, I have no, I remember when Doug Marabelli used to catch Tim Wakefield and it's like, you know what? Marabelli is probably not going to do a thing at the, you know, at, at the plate, but he knows how to catch Wakefield. Again, that's a different situation, knuckleball yeah. and all that, but you know, I'm fine. If you know, every once in a while you get, you know, subpar performance at the plate from your catcher, as long as he's calling a good game, catching a good game, all that. That's kind of my thing. I, I'd be, I'd be down with, with, with long taking the spot. All right, Zach, moment of truth. What do you got? It's such a tough question to answer because you brought up one, like playing with the Valdi. Like Avalis look like a completely different pitcher now, and and then Pawaki can produce on offense too, and I 
I know Juan had like his first career at bat was a hit against the Yankees. That was cool to see. I don't know though because I feel like this is just I like Kawaki, Okay, I li- I really do like him, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's going to catch up to Juan here because he's been up here for a short time, and he's probably going to hit a streak here here and there where he's not going to have some good games, but. It just makes it tough because I'm going to go use a – do you guys mind if I use a football analogy here? Yeah, of course. Go for it. Okay, so Tom Brady was a six-round pick. That's okay? – no joke. That's exactly the reference I was thinking. Of. Yeah. No joke. You, you just find these guys who you don't think they're going to – I mean, he was what? He was unathletic. He didn't have, like, the proper, proper body stature to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah, no. Air quotes. And look what happened. He's a seven-time Super Bowl champion – the greatest quarterback of all time. God, it's killing me saying that. <laughs> greatest quarterback of all time. But it's the truth, though. You, I can't deny it. I can't deny it. But you just don't never know nowadays with who's going to be a star and who's not going to be a star. I mean, this could be our future catcher of the year or of the franchise, and we don't know about it yet. So, to be honest with you, I don't think I have a solidified answer. Cop out. That's such a cop out. Pick one. <laughs> I, I guess I'm saying with Pulaki. Right, no, that's fair. You stuck with your guns. I respect that. That's fair. Yeah. It's just tough because, like, like I said, you don't know what's going to happen with Wong. But then again, I trust Pulaki. He can get you a homer here and there. He can produce on offense. But yeah, you guys, we all brought up great points. So it was good discussion to have. It's just, it was just tough for me to answer Kawaki, that's for sure. No, of course. It's, it's, you know what? It's, again, one of those situations, and Mike mentioned it perfectly. You never want to lose a spot due to an injury happening. You don't want to get Wally pipped, so to speak. You know, that's a situation where, you know, you need to, you need to make a decision. Do you go with the youth or do you go with the experience? In this case, Maybe you again, like you said, Zach, stick with the hot hand, stick with the youth, stick with what's working, you know. And if Evaldi likes Wong as a catcher, that's even more incentive to say, All right, Connor, you're going to stay up. Plawecki, you know, either designate, maybe you designate him. I don't think they will, but if you need to, I mean, uh, like, because he's not going to go down to pot to, uh, I almost said pot target. He's not going to go down to Worcester. <laughs> no way he's going to do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, you know, it, it's, Again, it's a tough situation, but as a whole, we as Red Sox fans are happy. 51-31 heading into, a, I believe it's a six-game West Coast trip with Oakland and, Anaheim, and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Red Sox are looking good. They're at least three and a half games up in the division as we're recording. And it's just, it's great. Chris Sale is going to be coming back. We might have, we'll have at least two All-Stars, maybe three, maybe four if the voting goes right. You know, Robbie is looking good. Like, Let's go. This is just a fun time to be a Red Sox fan. Zach, I think you can agree with that. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. Mike, your CGS podcasting debut is in the books. It is. It is. It is. It was I'm, – I'm sweating over here. You can't see it, but is – Oh, no, I'm no. It, I was it, nervous. I, was nervous. I didn't know the mic was going to work. Oh. The rat, the rat look is looking a little less red with all the sweat that's drenched in it. So we can we can see we can tell a little bit. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I have one more thing I want to say. So we have this road trip coming up in California with the athletics and the angels. Right. 
are we somewhat concerned that this team has just played a late game going to the middle of the night and then a game again today, and now they're traveling six hours to the West Coast? Are we concerned it's going to catch up to them, especially against Oakland, because they gave us a hard time last time at home. And the Angels, I mean, they're unpredictable. One time they're bad, next thing you know, they're coming back from a 7-2 deficit and hitting a grand slam off of a little Chapman. But yeah, but that's the Yankees. Yankees aren't good. Yeah. Are we yeah, – Yeah, yeah, no, they – are we concerned that it might catch up to them? And what is your prediction for the road trip, like with a record wise? Um, you know what, Zach, I'll, I'll answer first really quick. And I'll say this, it, it is a little worrisome because of how short, like how short of a switch it is, but I think the Red Sox will be able to handle it fine. I see them on this road trip going four and two, two out of three against Oakland, two out of three against uh, Anaheim, or maybe you sweep one and you lose two out of three the other one. But I see four and two, which I'm fine with. If they come out of that being, let's see, they're 51 and 31. If they come out of that being 55 and 33, I'm good with it. Because then you have a three-game home series against the Phillies, and then you go to New York for four against the Yankees. So, Mike? Yeah, I I, I think – I mean, I, it was, it was going to – I was going to kind of say the same thing you said, but you know what? I – kind of you know just so i don't say the same thing i think that they're going to sweep the angels they'll lose the first game to the a's i'll say just because you know it is i mean you are still coming over you know west coast trip i mean it's it's a real thing you know no matter how talented or how veteran how skilled you are or anything it's still a real thing you're facing so maybe they drop the first or second one to the a's but i think i think they still take both series um, but I think if they're going to lose a game, it's going to be to the A's. I do think that they sweep the angels though. That's, that's my prediction for it. So five and one instead of four and two, that's, that's what I'm calling. So I'm just looking at the pitching matchups for the athletic series <laughs> and tomorrow it's Erod versus Montez. Mm-hmm. Mm, all right. Okay. Don't love it, but um, you're not going to love this one either. I, I Garrett, just Garrett Richards is starting against Irvin. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. And Pavetta against Capri Ellen. So again, if they go four and two, five and one, they're fine. Zach, what's your final prediction? Then we're gonna get out of here. I say they win the series against Oakland two out of three. And I think they will sweep the Angels. All right, so you're with Mike. Five and one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I hope I'm wrong and I hope they do go five and one. That would be because they are playing great baseball right now. And aside from Garrett Richards, that might be the game they lose. But aside from that, I'm, I'm, I feel like we can win every single game, to be honest with you. Like, if we're down by a couple runs, no problem. We got this. We can do it. Like, that's how confident I am in this team right now. All right. Mm-hmm. I second that. Yep. All right. That's where we'll leave it for tonight. Thank you for listening. Obviously, rate, subscribe to Into the Triangle Podcast. Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you can find us. Uh, Have a safe and and good July 4th, by the way, guys. Yes. And to everyone out there. Have a great 4th of July. Eat some food. Enjoy some time being outside. Hopefully, it's not too hot. And let's hope the Red Sox just keep on rolling. Until then, hopefully, we'll be back next week. If not, we'll see you very soon.